Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Fibber McGee and Molly Show. Richard Hutnut, makers of enriched cream shampoo and cream rinse, and Carter's Little Liver Pills present Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutto. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Here is a dramatized scene in your doctor's office. You're in perfect health, but there's no need for you to take laxatives three and four times a week. No need, doctor? None. Five New York doctors now have proved you can break the laxative habit and regain that wonderful feeling that goes with natural regularity. 83% of the cases tested did it. So can you. I'd love to, doctor. But how? Stop taking whatever you take now. Instead, every night for one week, take two Carter's Little Liver Pills. Second week, one each night. Third week, one every other night. Then, nothing. Every day, drink plenty of liquids. Put yourself on schedule. But how can Carter's help break the laxative habit, doctor? Because Carter's little liver pills not only relieve irregularity, they also improve the flow of liver bile that is needed for natural regularity. When worry, overeating, overwork makes you irregular temporarily, take Carter's temporarily and don't get the laxative habit. Get Carter's little liver pills, only 43 cents. Break your laxative habit. Restore your natural powers of regularity. Mrs. McGee of 79 Risper Vista isn't quite sure yet just how it happened. But her husband has gotten them involved in running a small store while the owner takes a few days off. We take you now to Quilby's Variety Store, Freddie McGee, temporary manager. Well, welcome to Quilby's Variety Store, madame. Whatever you want, we got it. We got buttons and gold, beads, green bags, rooms, body tins, and liquor bags. Yeah, got... Save your breath, McGee. It's only me. Oh, hi, kiddo. I'm just practicing my pitch. I heard right over as soon as I got the house straightened up. How are things going? Well, so far, not so good. Oh, I think you're just being modest. You've only been open an hour, and I see a nice big sale rung up on the register there. $12.89, that's not bad. What was it? Three table lamps. I was dusting off the shelves, and aren't I think things are fragile? I put them in this box here. Remind me to take them home tonight, huh? Take them home for what? They're a mess. Well, I don't want Miss Quibby to know I busted them. She might change her mind about letting me run the store for her. No, I'm afraid not. The way she talked yesterday, business has been so bad here, I don't think she really cares what happens to the place. Was that the impression you got? She just don't care? Well, she's letting you run, isn't she? Mm -hmm. Uh, Oh, I didn't mean that the way it sounded, dearie. What I mean is if she turns the place over to you to run... It must mean she's giving up. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. No matter how I say it, it comes out wrong, doesn't it? What you're trying to say is that Miss Quilby's let things get in such bad shape that this business has gotten to be like a rope around her neck, and I'm the guy who can tighten it up and give it the snap it needs to straighten her out. Yes. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say. Well, since I get this place organized a little, things are going to be different. Oh, here comes the customer. Now, I'll wait on this one and show you how to sell on Oh, hello, Dr. Gamble. Oh, Jim. Well, fancy meeting you here, Molly. Where's Miss uh... McGee? Get away from that cash register. If Miss Kirby sees you behind that counter, she... Oh, pipe down, noisemaker. For your big fat information, I'm in charge of this establishment. No. Miss Kirby's just tired of the store, Doctor. McGee's handling the place while she takes a few days off. Oh, trouble to the McGee, eh? Yeah. Mm. 
How would you like to take over my practice for a while when you get through here, Sonny? I could use a rest, too. Oh, you wouldn't like that, Doctor. You said it. Because I'm going to put this place back on its feet. And I'd do the same for your patients. And once your patients get back on their feet, you're out of business. So what'd you come in to buy? Anything? Don't be impolite to a customer, dearie. There aren't enough of them. He's not a customer, so he buys something. I need a package of small white envelopes. I suppose you keep stationary. No, I keep moving around. <laughs> My gosh, don't you get it? Either one of you says, well, I keep chasing that. funny, McGee. Hey? No. Well, I'm just trying to keep the customer in a good mood. That's all. <laughs> Jokes like that won't do it. Mm. Here the envelopes, Doctor. Is there anything else? Hey, we got a special combination on sale today, Doctor, just for you. The Doc Campbell Special. Flashlight, razor blade, and a pair of sugar tongs. I'm afraid to ask what it's for. <laughs> Very simple. You can shine the flashlight in the patient's eyes to distract his attention. Slit his coat pocket with the razor blade and lift his bankroll with the sugar tongs. <laughs> it's perfect for you, Doctor. Much easier than your present method of putting the patient under the x-ray to diagnose his wallet. <laughs> no, thanks. I don't need it. However, I'll make a deal with you. If you give me a good price on that baseball back there, I'll bandage it a lump on your fat head free. Oh, yeah? You couldn't lift that that much muscle. Oh, you now stop it. Anything else, Doctor? Oh, I think that's all I need, Molly. I... Oh, no, I almost forgot. Old man McDonald's coming in this afternoon. I want to do something about that loose toupee of his. Loose toupee? Every time he walks in my office, that thing falls off and scares my nurse. Fits his wig, does he? I'll get you some glue, Doc. Oh, I want with glue. Get me a box of tacks and a hammer. Yeah. A hammer? Is that a strange order or something? Strange order? Is that your idea of how to keep a guy from losing his hair? Nail it on? Oh, don't be stupid, stupid. Well, I am. I want to nail down the carpet he always stumbles over. Oh, I see. Come on, let's have a little service here. I've got to get back to my office. Back to Whistle Vista in a minute. Hello, I'm your Richard Hubbard Beauty Advisor. Here's exciting beauty news for you busy women. It's about an amazing shampoo that gives your hair a beautiful egg sheen in just three minutes' time. This remarkable beautifier is called Richard Hubbard Enriched Cream Shampoo. It's made with real eggs, powdered in a wonderful cleansing formula that sudges right up even in hardest water. Every drop of this golden lotion cream shampoo is enriched with egg protein. And since hair itself is protein, it naturally benefits from this affinity of protein to protein. It's nature's own way to put a beautiful sheen in your hair. You'll love the way your hair gleams, smooth and shiny as bridal satin. And ladies, nobody's too busy to take a minute more for Richard had not cream rinse. It seals in that fine glimmer and gleam, protects it with a fragrant beauty finish. Take my advice and try this quick two-step way to truly beautiful hair. Richard had not enriched cream shampoo and Richard had not cream rinse. Be customers while I was down in the stock room, Molly? Sell anything? Not a thing. Mm-hmm. One man came in and asked how to get to the airport. Mm-hmm. Said he had to put his wife on a plane, but he didn't want anything but information. His wife was leaving town? He really should at least have sold him a deck of cards. Cards? Naturally. With his wife out of town, he'll probably have a gang in to play poker every night. You could have sold him a set of poker chips, a deck of cards, and pencil to write out IOUs with, maybe some beer glasses, and one of them green celluloid eye shades. What if he doesn't play poker? Well, we handle pool chalk. Gee whiz, to see you. You've got to be happy, Mr. Green. Oh, goodness, there certainly is a lot more to running a store than I ever imagined. Well, you've got to rain, of course, but don't let it scare you. You can do it. 
All you gotta do is be wide awake and alert up to the minute. Just keep your mind on your business and be alert. And you can make a success of anything. These scattered ends that don't know which end is up to fail in business. Hello, 79 Whistle Vista, Sir McGee speaking. Who? Kroby's Variety Store. No, you got the wrong number. Like I say, as long as you're alert and on your toes. Holy cow! I'll get it, dear. Hello, Kroby's Variety Store. Yes. Oh, she's Kroby, dear. I'll talk to her. Yes, Miss Quilby. Oh, everything's fine. Nothing stolen so far. No. Who? Oh, I'm right here. I'll talk to him. No, he hasn't been around. I'll talk. Yes, I will. Bye. Hey, what do you mean I haven't been around? I've been working here like a dog. He was talking about a buyer for the store. Mm-hmm. He said the man is sending his lawyer over and for us to be nice to him until she gets here. She's coming right over herself. Be nice, huh? I got a great idea, Molly. You'll do better than that for her. You'll help her sell this place. I got an idea how we can make this lawyer think this place is the greatest deal his client ever got into on the ground floor of. How do we do that? Here. You take these dimes and run over and wait in front of the drugstore across the street. When you see me pull down the shade on the front door, that's the signal. Then you go in the drugstore. I'd like to see Miss Quilby, if I may. I have a business matter to... Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, she ain't here yet. Uh, she's on her way over, Mr. Schmeed. Uh, McGee is my name. F. McGee. Uh, I'm the manager here, so if there's anything I can... Well, if you don't mind, I'd rather deal with the owner. Oh, sure. Now, if you'll step away from that door, I'd like to lock it. Lock it? Yes. We've been trying to take inventory for the last three months now, but business has been so good, we can't get a thing done. Shouldn't take long. We're almost out of everything. Oh? I'll pull the shade down, too. When they see someone in here, they start banging on the window. Had to put in six new window panes this week. Yeah, that was good. Business is that good, huh? If I told you how business really was, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, how good? You don't say. Any minute now, I'll get... Hello? Kobe's Variety Store, that's me, business manager speaking. You want to order some stuff? No, we're kind of busy, and I can't promise to have it ready before August, but if that's okay with you, go ahead. August? My word. Dozen paper cuts. Yeah. Three pencils, an eraser, and a package of Bobby pins. Okay, thanks for calling, Molly. I mean, Mrs. Kutzmeyer. We'll, we'll see what we can do. Goodbye. <laughs> Molly Kutzmeyer, one of our hundreds of regular satisfied customers. This is all a great surprise to me. I thought this business was on its last legs. Uh, according to my information, uh... Hello? Kirby's Variety Store, F. McGee, business manager speaking. Hot plate? I'm sorry we're all out. Sold our last 300 yesterday. Bye. Three hundred in one day? Well, that is a little unusual, but there's probably something cooking around town. Well, you certainly have me confused. Confused? According to our records, this place has only done $600 worth of business in the past year. Well, your records must be wrong, bud. You can see for yourself that this business is booming, and anybody who takes it over can be a millionaire overnight. Yeah, it certainly looks that way. I can't understand the discrepancy in our records, though. Oh, I don't know where you got your record, Cy, but somebody must have lied to you. Miss Crowby will be here in a minute. She'll discuss it with you. You'd better. This may mean a stiff fine and could even lead to a jail sentence for both you and her. Oh, well, what? Who? I'm from the state, Mr. Sales Tax Department. Me? Falsifying a sales tax return is serious business. <laughs> Suppose you just cut off your bank statements while we're waiting for Miss Crowby. Uh, yeah, but, uh, yeah, but, 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 uh, let me sit down a minute, will you? Uh, 
family comedy, and stories about show business. We'll hear them all tomorrow evening on the NBC Radio Network. Roy Rogers, Dale Evans, Pat Brady, and the Whipper Wills provide exciting Western adventures and pleasing Western melodies. We'll hear them all tomorrow on another enjoyable Roy Rogers show. Be sure to listen. Then stay tuned for Father Knows Best, starring Robert Young in the role of Jim Anderson. The Anderson family gets into more hilarious situations than almost any other family we know. And all of the resulting fun always adds up to pleasing radio entertainment. Be sure to set your radio dial here tomorrow night for Father Knows Best. Also on Thursday, listen to Eddie Cantor taking you on another nostalgic trip into show business. Eddie tells little-known stories about show business and answers letters from his listeners. Tune for Eddie Cantor's show business show tomorrow, the same night that Ralph Edwards again hunts for the answer to the question, what is the thing in the box? There's a big opportunity for you to win prizes. Listen to Truth or Consequences tomorrow night. You checked everything over for the tax guy. You know what happened? What, 30 days in the coffee for Miss Kroby? No, sir. According to the tax guy, it turned out she overpaid her sales tax, and the state owes her 42 bucks. For goodness sake. She's been losing money with that store all year, and the first day I handled it, we made 42 bucks. Clear. Just goes to show that a smart operator, a guy with my merchandise, he's genius. What's up, genius? Your dinner's getting cold. Okay. Good night. Richard Hudnut, makers of enriched cream shampoo and cream rinse, and Carter's Little Liver Pills, have brought you the Fibber McGee and Molly program transcribed with Arthur T. Bryan as Dr. Gamble and Bob Bruce as Mr. Sleep. This is John Wall inviting you to meet me at Colby's again tomorrow for another visit with Fibber McGee and Molly. Show on the NBC Radio Network.